on this episode of the AIE Podcast. Hearth and home for our Vikings. Not the football team, guys. This war is totally galactic. The fleet is going back to the future. And Lord of the Rings Online wants your housing opinions. And we have Abavan and maybe Duris here to talk to us about all things Final Fantasy fourteen. All that and more and more and more and more. Coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Welcome to episode 373 of the podcast celebrating you, the LAFS gaming community. The Die Has Been Podcast. I am Mewhow, 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 <laughs> Greetings Guilty. I was trying to think of what my next thing and... Because words are hard. Words are uh, hard. Words are also hard for the person to my virtual left who is Tetsemi. Yes. Uh, I have not needed a spreadsheet in a while, and we'll talk about why later. <laughs> oh. And to his right and upstairs is Makala. Hey, folks. Are fig cakes and pumpkin pastries in the Guild Kitchen? Please stay away from the marshmallows. Those are actually getting going to uh, Spain this week. And I am not. Boo. I know. Be very cramped quarters in the same box. Uh, <laughs> uh, this week, we are joined by the special guest of Abovan and maybe Duras. I think he's stuck in a queue somewhere. Yes. <laughs> yeah, there's some. That, yeah, I've texted him a few times. So hopefully, he'll be able to join us uh, later on today. But uh, but I'm here. So hello. Hey, hello. hello. Uh, I am here. Um, and um, regardless of what you say about spreadsheets, I do have spreadsheets in final fantasy so awesome if you are not part uh so if you are going to talk about the thing that um that i'm privy to because i have the show notes in front of me um you can still use spreadsheets so never fear final (laughs) fantasy is here oh no i i have them i'm just not using them at the moment like i said we'll get into why later (laughs) yeah no i have them for all the games i'm just not in all the games right now (laughs) yeah that real life thing trying to attack us. Exactly. Well, speaking Over of which, and, oh, the heck of a boss. <laughs> yeah. Why don't we see what that real life boss has been up to? Um, and maybe you grind all bit... week. You only get loot once, uh, once every one week or two weeks. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you tell us about how your RL and BL has been there, Abo? Um. Let's see here. So, uh, I've been playing games when i can uh there has been a lot of work stuff going on because getting old requires you to be responsible and stuff mm-hmm. um kids keep me busy they they uh the Abo twins have just started kindergarten this year oh my gosh no so yep. they are in virtual kindergarten awesome so that means i need to pr- provide free tech support to the school district on trying to fix their ipads and, <laughs> and connectivity issues yep. yes so for those of you who are technology-minded people who uh, have kids or are about to have kids or only have small kids or not even thinking about it because you're not at that life point yet, later on down the road, that's something you get to uh, uh, experience later on, look forward to. So, uh, you know, and as and then, uh, you know, many people say, uh, please look forward to it. Yes. <laughs> so other than that, I've been playing 
you know, obviously t- uh, tons of Final Fantasy. I've been, you know, doing that a bit. Um, been playing some, um, a couple of games on uh, Game Pass, such as um, play- play- playing Hades. I have been nice. doing a, a playthrough on the hardest difficulty that I can that I can survive on on Quake One on Game Pass because that, I thoroughly enjoy yeah thoroughly enjoy Quake. Um, I'm a big big Quake fan. I actually um, I have um, I do play Quake, Quake Arena from time to time, which is a very um, high high skill ceiling, high barrier of entry game. So it's not, if you're a casual shooter, that's not something I recommend. But if you nope. want something challenging, that's the game to play. Um, and then I've also been um, doinking around on my Stadia account with Destiny 2 with the new season. Well, with the, the current season. It's not new. Right. Uh, but I've been doing that for a bit. And that's uh, been uh, a lot of fun since I can just, that's something I can just pop on my phone or pop on my tablet or any other TV in the house and just say, and then move on. Sounds like a good collection, though. Yeah, well, let's continue on and see what Mikala has been up to in the rollings of what's not. Rolling, some, uh, rolling dice and such. Um, yeah. uh, work. I've been busy with work. Um, that's no fun. I So I actually am making um, two batches of marshmallows tomorrow that I'm dropping off to a co-worker who is flying to Spain for another co-worker's wedding. So I am not kidding about the marshmallows going to what to going to Spain. Um, let's see. In the gaming sphere, um, we switched gears. So our Thursday uh, group, we have two different games that we kind of go between depending on what DMs available. Because our one DM, Michael, travels for work, so sometimes he's just he's, he can't make it. Um, so SJ. A member of actually both of them are a member of the IE community, uh, but she will. Um, she has another campaign that she runs consecutively or um, congruently. Um, so we're now going to start trading off and on, like let's tell a part of the story or their you know the uh, their adventure. Um, but it's a it's a really good time. Um, it's a adventure she she got and she just it's interesting. It's called the Greenwald Adventures and. It's very, very character-driven. So in the last session, we found out that we were kind of... Not drawn. um, We had made a pact concerning an orb, and we now can't leave the city without being uncomfortable because of the orb. So we have now found out how we can undo that, which goes into the a tournament called the Queen's Cup, which we're going to get to next week. So that's a lot of fun. It's going to be more of like a skill thing instead of a battle thing. So that's always interesting in D&D because so much was battle-oriented. Um, and speaking of battle, um, we've been getting into some really tough stuff in our Star Wars game. Um, we're on a planet where we had taken a bounty for a former Imperial um, to capture a former Imperial. But the bounty was anonymous. Boys and girls, don't take anonymous bounties. You don't know who it is you're going after. You don't know who wants them. So we got to the, you know, we found a former imp. We were, uh, we, you know, we'd figure out how to easily take him in because he was wanted alive. It was a bounty hunter battle. There were multiple bounty hunters after him. My um got the crap beaten out of us. We won. We won. <laughs> um 
But we got the crap beaten out of us. My character's wife lost her arm. Um, yeah, but it's Star Wars, so... <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, Star Wars, so that's very easy to replace. Um, and then... And we're, so we're on a planet where there's a lot of different political climates going on. We have a, a former Imperial faction. We have United Federation, basically United Federation of Planets, for lack of a better term. <laughs> um, which is, you know, they don't think that the Republic's doing enough to keep everyone safe. Uh, there's an election going on because the governor got killed recently. Um, so we were kind of checking out all the different factions, but we do know that there is a former ISB member um, that's involved in the Imperial faction. Um, but that's not who's running for governor. So we went to actually listen to the Imperial candidate's campaign speech. A hell broke loose. There was an assassination attempt. My character's wife was blinded. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Because well, she's an upfront bat. She's an upfront fighter. Apparently, taking so, all the big hits. All yeah. the big hits. All the big hits, which is going to push my character further into learning how to use the force because her wife keeps getting hurt. Um. So that's kind of what I've been doing on the dice sphere. Um. We did not have Call of Cthulhu last week. Yeah, I think that's about it. And then that and work and making a mess in the kitchen. I'm so sorry, Ted. That's fine. <laughs> Speaking of cleaning up messes, so what have you been up to, Ted? Uh, so what I have been up to is um, trying to think. So I've been playing Hades. I'm still. I never beat the game, but I have been just kind of, you know, going through. Like I finally got past Meg, so you know I'm way way behind everyone else. But I'm just playing through. Got past Meg, uh, got up to the Hydra, got beaten badly by the Hydra, um, but, you know, having having fun playing that. Uh, I did get my, I think I said it last time, but just in case anyone missed it, I did get my Dancer to 80 in Final mm-hmm. Fantasy XIV. Uh, I started working on my gunslinger and uh, just have not had time to do anything with that. Um, wait, gunslinger? No. Machinist. Wait, which one's the tank? I always do this. Is gunslinger the tank gun, and machinist? Gun, the deep- I'd be a gun breaker. Gun breaker. Okay. No, I'm not doing that one. I'm doing the machinist. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, uh- that one shares gears with the dancer and the uh, the bard. Yes. So, yeah, yes, that, yeah. Uh, and looking forward to Endwalker coming out in I think like sixty seven days now. Something like that, yeah, yeah. And um, and then there's a little mobile game that I got sucked into called Archero, um, and it's just a little platformer. Not not even a platformer. It's just it's a two D scroller, um, and you get equipment and go through levels and it's just, it's got a really good return on time investment. Like I can sit down and play it for 10 minutes, feel like I've accomplished something and log out. So um, that's mainly what I've been doing. Um, I think I've overcapped on um, tombstones, the lower level ones, like, Poetics. Poetics, yeah. Like, I keep forgetting before I queue up for dungeons to go spend the poetics. 
And then you get in the dungeon and it goes, well, you're capped. So I'm like, ah. Oh, gosh. Oh. Well, there's, Sorry, Boo. No, it's fine. I just, I need to go spend it on the stuff to buy the, um, the stuff for the Boza weapons so that I'm not yeah. losing. That's what I'm doing. It's like I cap it, go spend it on the items I need for the Boja weapons, store that, and then go back and get some more. So Basically um, filling Ro- Rowena's uh, coffers. Exactly. So I've been working on my dancer's uh, first run of the, the Boja weapon, and I forgot how bad that collection is so uh, it's just like i poke at it and go yeah i'm not camping fades again i did that for the bard weapon i'll i'll wait (laughs) so um and then i also got into eso and that is the one game i don't have a spreadsheet for and i also don't feel like i need a spreadsheet for it yeah no it's it's kind of like i'm playing a um a shadow and just like oh you leveled here have some points to spend and i just look and go that's interesting. That's in- okay. Good. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm still killing things. I'm still staying alive. Okay, I'm good. So ESO is one of those games where I'm not min maxing it, and it's nice to just sit back with a controller and run around and kill things and quest and do story. So that's what I have been up to. Well, and as for me, um, I've been dragging people into Final Fantasy XIV. Excellent. Uh, trying to. Pump those numbers up in the AIE uh, spreadsheet. Um, uh, doing the the little um, the the seasonal events. Uh, the rising was it was a simpler affair, but it was you know it was probably a bit more direct and heartfelt this time around. Um, it's it's the the rising is the yearly you know thanks from the developers, thanks for playing the game, yada yada yada. Um, <laughs> gave you a, a nice little uh, um, parasol and. Uh, just, they call it potpourri, but it's you know like, like a little firework kind of thing. But um, but yeah, that was you know a nice little thing. Nice. It was a very simple story. Um, been playing lots of uh, Genshin Impact. Um, that still um, continues to be pretty compelling, interesting stories. They they do a pretty good job of having just consistent events in that game. Like it feels like as soon as you're done, you know, with grinding one event, a new one has just popped up, and so it's just you know there's always something to do there on top of the big story that's happening. Mm-hmm. Playing with all the new characters, and uh, <clears throat> uh, very briefly touched into Fallout seventy six because they uh, did some tweaks here and there. So it was nice to just kind of you know run around my little base there. Apparently now you can get two bases, so you can have uh, a couple spots uh, on the on the map to play with. Um, and uh, started a new run of uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Nice. Uh, they had a, a new patch one point three come out with. Uh, some free DLCs, you know, it's it, which means it's not much. Like it's just, you know, here's some clothing. Um, hey, we made uh, one of the characters look like a um, uh, more of a I want to say like a Korean kind of rock star because mm-hmm. the character was it, he looks like a a very stereotypical like North American rock star. So they gave him an alternate appearance where he can look like more of an Asian rock star. Um, so that was nice. kind of interesting. Um. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, that, that world continues to be very interesting. I mean, it's, you know, as they get more patches in, it'll be a more interesting game and less buggy. It still has its bugs, like the opening scene um, when there was supposed to be, you know, characters, you know, running around and, and doing stuff. They were all T-Post hopping. Right. <laughs> yeah. Pretty funny. It, it happens every now and then. It's just, you know, the, the game couldn't load the animations fast enough. And, you know, it's it's it, they, they tweak it to be 
but it needs to run smooth, not run perfect. So yeah. they're not going to wait because otherwise, because it would have had to wait like a second or two to load those, and they didn't want to hitch it up. So you know, maybe they need to figure out that that uh, ratio a bit better. But um, but yeah, um, as far as you know, that whole real life and responsibilities, uh, we uh, did something adult and put some uh, sod in the backyard. Um, nice. You know, wanted to make the uh, pirate ship look nice. Um, I love your so. pirate ship. Oh uh, yeah, it's got a it's got a sea of green around it now. Um, the grass we had um, was just not conducive to to a, a six year old running around on it. No, nah. no. Nah. So we got some new stuff. They they said this is the stuff that can handle you know pack packs of kids running around it in shade and stuff like that. So you know it's it's actually been kind of nice to kind of go out there in, in the late evenings and water stuff because it's you know kind of stop and take a little yes. break and <laughs> forces Enjoy you to nature. go outside. Yeah. yeah. Because like the backyard is really well covered with tree, so you know even though it might be you know ninety something like in the backyard, it feels more like in the eighties because of the shade. And you know I'm, I'm guessing the the hose probably cools it down a little bit too. Yeah. Yep. But uh, but yeah, no, it's it's <clears throat> just you know usual stuff. Right. Uh, otherwise exciting. So why don't we get into the more exciting stuff and yes. uh, check out some AIE news. A.I.E. News. Alrighty. Over in Streaming in Guild Podcast News, we're going to start with the new Overlords. They had... Um, oh, wait, no. Oh, yeah, wait. That's just their website, right? Yep, yeah. exactly. That's confusing. Um, but it's it's the SWOTOR Escape Podcast is what we're actually talking about, which is uh, 396. They're talking about 7.0 Prep Part 1. Winter is coming. Oh, that's a horrible phrase for me. <laughs> it and, is. And uh, while we still have months to go, we are prepping for 7.0, and you might want to, too. <clears throat> then over in Working Class Nerds, they have episode 121, A Night of the Old Republic. Uh, Nick was sick, so Marcus Aww. takes the reins. Um, he is joined by in- Intisar and Vel. Intisar, that's an interesting name. I don't think I've seen that combo before. Um, Intisar runs a blog called This Week in Arabesh, and both guests raid with Marcus on his Nightmare team. Uh, they do a, a deep dive into discussing Swotor 7.0 expansion as well. They also discuss the release of the new KOTOR teaser trailer. What will happen? Find out when, with the uh, tinfoil hat theories. I'm curious about that too, because I kind of want to go back and play KOTOR, but yeah, I also don't know if I want to go that far back. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's a remake, not a remaster. So exactly, yeah. That'll, that's what's interesting. So. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, All right, and while we're in the stars, uh, Fleet Action Report 61, Enemies Part 8, yet another Enemies episode. This week on Fleet Action Report, Nicodus and Greebok are back with another round of enemies. They cover in this episode Sphere Builders, Malon, Kazan, and the Zenkathy. Kitty cats. Yep. Awesome. And in Board and Swords. Barkham Horror? I think I need to look into that. <laughs> um, things I love. Horror and... Uh, and uh, Animals. Dogs. Uh, Warhammer Plus initial options, Zombie Side, the RPG, Sword and Board 180 uh, goes over all of this. Um, was Swordhammer Plus worth the $6? Is Star Wars Armada's over? And what's this about a zombie tabletop RPG? All this and the usual hijinks. Uh, you can find them over at Sword 
swords and sorry, boards and swords dot com yep. and where podcasts are found. And we'll take it over to Imperium Ludai. Talk about uh, the nomads have been very distracted by this thing called New World. It's now in open beta. It was this weekend, and a bunch of the AIE testers were in there checking out the final updates and stressing the servers. Uh, the game will launch September 28th. I keep an eye on the New World channel and Discord for details on server and faction for launch, um, which we will finalize as soon as we get confirmation on the launch server names. AIE will be hitting the ground running to get our guild name claimed because it's always a very popular name for some reason. Yep. Interesting. Um, there, there will be a bunch of AAE joining and a ton of fun for the launch. And more new Nomads news. The Hearth and Home update is coming to Valheim on September 16th. It's a good time to hop back in and update your Hearth and Home in the Viking Afterlife. Along with building changes, there will be updates to the way food and food stats work, as well as some updates to weapons. You can find the AIE Valheim server information pinned in the Valheim channel on Discord. And WoW news. New Braid plans to venture into normal next Saturday if there's a composition for it. Watch for Guild chat around nine around 10 45 server time for announcements that invites are going out if you'd like to join the fun if you have any questions about new braid please reach out to kenny she's also in the chat currently and in wow classic um ssc and tk are going live next wednesday that's a pretty big deal new braid is graduating from lfr to normal that yeah. is really exciting congrats guys yep oh. Alrighty, over in swotor news um in this was for game news, BioWare introduced personal loot recently. Uh, this coincided with removing master loot. Now, during operations, other instance content, and some world bosses, the loot goes right into your bags, including mounts, pets, and decoration. Feels a lot like other MMOs in that respect. Um, WoW did it, I want to say, a few years ago. Um, Final Fantasy is, does that until you get into the raids. Yep. But you can always change that. Um, out in the world, it's been fun trying to predict how loot will behave. So we think Bioware might not be exactly done tweaking the loot system. In fact, if we were to indulge in some irresponsible speculation, mm -hmm. uh, maybe they are making some system changes that will be needed for 7.0. Maybe. Maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, big news for the guild in, is that next week is Total Galactic War. Uh, early in the week, we will pick a planet to go to after go after uh, by earning the highest number of conquest points and just smashing it. Destroying it. Um, it's always fun and sometimes even nail-bitingly close. Uh, conquest is a system of points you earn by doing different activities in the game. If you'd like to check out Swartor, next week would be the great time to do it. Get your character into the guild before 7am on Tuesday in order for points you earn to count. They, they, don't, they don't want you to, let, try, to like, you know, throw a bunch of stuff in there in the middle of the thing and don't push things your way. Um, uh, join us in a galaxy far, far away and have some fun and make some conquest points. Yeah, to prevent a bunch of guild hopping and, and things like that, you actually have to be in the guild the, before the conquest week starts. If you join during the conquest week, your points don't count for that week for the guild totals. They count for you, your character, but not for mm -hmm. the, the guild totals. So. Yeah. And in ESO, we spent last week's MFN splitting up into groups to check out some dungeons. And I got to run two dungeons with Kinney in the group. That was fun. 
uh, four-person dungeon team has formed. ACDC runs on Monday nights and is working their way through clearing all of the instance dungeons on Normal and Veteran. Uh, we did get led off by cliffs by Kenny, uh, and that was uh, actually waterfalls in the dungeon that you're supposed you can drop down and skip some stuff. So it was an intentional so, cliff dive. <laughs> okay, so Kenny, so you're telling me Kenny was chasing waterfalls? Pretty much. Oh, vey. <laughs> MFN, the activities happen each week and involve either zone clears, daily dungeon runs, and or public dungeon clears. And join us for more dungeon fun, either instance or public dungeons next week. Awesome. And in STO news, the fleet is welcoming many new temporal agents. If you find yourselves going back to the future, just let us know and we can get you a fleet invite. You have until October 7th to create a temporal agent, which requires you to finish the first six mission story arc on a TOS um, captain to get your transponder. This basically tracks your progress and gives you some challenges to complete for rewards that will unlock done account that will unlock account-wide rewards as well. Yep. Uh, the fleet has taken a big step forward th- with the fleet holdings, um, both the big holdings, Colony and Starbase, are at Tier 4. It took us um, 100,000 experience in each branch to unlock the tier, but to move to Tier 5, they need to go up to uh, 25,000. Um, 250,000. 250,000, Yes. Um, it does appear as if the progress is going to slow, but it really is a big step. So if you're involved in STO, do not get discouraged. Um, STO will get there with a with steady progress. Everyone has been putting in towards the projects, and they really appreciate the hard work that the entire fleet has been going to get us um, get us going forward. Alrighty, back more on planet side. Guild Wars Two. Festival of the Four Winds is ongoing with about eight or nine days left as of today. Seasons of the Dragon Meta event is Return to Long Live the Lynch um, in Korna this week. Next week is Off to Jahai Bluffs and Return to a Star to, to Guide Us. Um, if you are interested in the uh, DirectX 11 beta, um, it will be on September 21st, along with some new World versus World System of Alliances. The uh, next three Elite Specializations uh, beta test will also be on September 21st, so lots happening that date. That uh, should be Revenant, Warrior, and Elementist, if everyone's speculation is correct. They will reveal what the specializations are next week, or this week. And Lord of the Rings, which I'm going to try and finagle to get on in two weeks, uh, yeah. they got their first look at the new Brawler class, uh, as well as the new LI system on the test server. They're a couple weeks away from buying the Kinship House on the legendary server Treebeard, uh, a poll on the LOTR, sorry, Lotro Discord for where do we want the Kin House will be starting on Monday, September 13th. Please vote and the winner will house, and the winner will house the tree on AIE on Treebeard. And with that, we'll get back to Abovan and Abovan to talk about what's going on in Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> so we... Duplicated Abovan? Awesome. Yep. I mean, he does, does have <laughs> twins, so I may as well. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I would, he is I two Lollafells in a trench coat, you know. That's <laughs> right. Oh, there we go. Well, we are here and we shall talk about uh, Final Fantasy 14. Excellent. Yep. So let's talk about. Uh, um, well, so we're at the end of the expansion, right? We're at the end, end of Shadowbringers. Mm hmm. 
So let's take a little bit, just go down through memory lane and just you'll know, reflect and just go through the journey of Shadowbringers because a lot has happened since Shadowbringers came out on June 28th, 2019. Do you remember 2019? <laughs> yeah, I do. We went places. <laughs> Simpler time. Yes, I stayed at home <laughs> and played Shadowbringers. I wore pretty clothes <laughs> and went places. So, so, um, so, so yeah, um, June 28th, 2019, um, a lot of us were sitting at home playing Shadowbringers, the newest expansion for Final Fantasy XIV. Getting blown we away. And yes, it was an amazing experience, and a lot of us did that collectively, you know, on Discord voice together, uh, you know, or, or chatting and stuff like that, or some, uh, other words, making it a social experience. Uh, even though we're going through the single-player storylines, or just like, or just like the... You know, just the 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 main story quest lines, you know, doing dungeons when they came up, uh, but still sharing those experiences and emotions that we had when we got to certain points because it was new to all new to all of us, right? And it was a great experience for a lot of us. Um, and uh, you know, a few months after that, on October twenty ninth, just in time for Halloween, uh, we had patch five point one. Vows of Virtual Deeds of Cruelty. So we, it, that continued the stories, and it also introduced to a lot of the players, and the Final Fantasy players, to the Near universe, which uh, has been confirmed. The the events that happen in the Near raids are actually part of canon in the Near series of games in Final Fantasy. Right. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> there's a whole lot of crossover, and so the stuff that actually happens there does relate to the actual games, and it is a is a thing, and is. Um, it, you know, legit tie into the overall near storyline, which if you try to comprehend it, uh, it makes your head spin for a while. And then, and then you're, as soon as you get it, you're like, oh my God, it's such a good experience. So yep. you get a chance, you know, go through the near stuff. Um, so we're playing that, uh, uh, you know, that, you know, you know, uh, the stuff in that, uh, in that patch for a while. And then, uh, the holidays, uh, the holidays came around. Uh, I was playing that patch in Ireland for a little bit, so that was kind of cool. And then I came back, and then New Year's hit, and then um, February 18th, we get our next patch, Echoes of a Fallen Star, which then continues the main story questline again. Uh, more more Wings of the Eden raid dropped, um, and we were introduced to a wonderful uh, Final Fantasy phenomenon known as Coffee Biscuits. Ooh. And they were, yeah, very important. Coffee Biscuits are key. Um, so we were so we we're given that, and um, so we we're playing that for a little bit. And then our lives turned upside down. Yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. That's a little. Everything, you know, the world stopped. Right. Mm-hmm. Final Fantasy fourteen did it. Um, for many of us, Final Fantasy fourteen, and and especially within AIE, because you know I experienced that firsthand. That was our socialization that we were. Because we couldn't go out and see our friends and families at some restaurant or meet them at the parks or wherever you you decide to socialize, that was taken away from us. Final Fantasy fourteen and AIE, that was not. That was our like our our place where we can get together and say and say hi to your friends and talk about what happened that day or blah blah blah, blah while venturing in Eorzea. So. That's, you know, so that was like the, the special thing that you know this game and you know our the AIE community has for us. So we you know we continue to do that now. With all that going down, 
Square Enix is a business, and they got hit with the pandemic as well. So if you, if you notice here, it's been like three or four months for each patch. Square Enix got uh, had to put a hold, uh, had to change how they do business, and eventually, instead of having like a three to four uh, month patch cycle, we had to wait all the way till August 11th for the next patch to come down, reflecting in crystal. Uh, and that uh, and that was and that came out to a lot of fanfare, uh, and it was um, all met. It was a an excellent, excellent patch that ended up um, again with the standard. You know, we wrap up the storylines on the dot three root patch of the uh, of each expansion, and that ended up you know with the the main conclusion to the um, to the Shadowbringer storyline, um, and all you know it also brought brought us some more fun. Uh, fun things to do with the near raids, which if when you once you get there, you'll uh, experience that as well. Five point three was also important because that changed the terms of the Final Fantasy free trial. <laughs> All right, it's meme time. Yeah. Oh, it's it's meme time. <laughs> oh All right. my gosh, I've, I've seen this meme so many times, people. <laughs> have you have you heard of the Quigley Clean MMORPG Final Fantasy fourteen <laughs> with the award winning expansion Heaven's Ward? Yes. <laughs> Um, so that came down, but the meme aside, that really got a ton of people to try the game out who may, you know, who, without giving any, putting any money down or anything like that, you know, and say, Hey, you know, I got all this stuff here. Let me give this game a try. And a lot of people did. A lot of people within the AIE community did and ended up joining, uh, end up, you know, purchasing the game and end up being a full fledged member with, of, of AIE within Final Fantasy, and there's a ton of other people still doing that today. I mean, even, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I have like, you know, I have spreadsheets here that show like our, you know, when people come in and out, how many people are coming in, and so forth. That when once that that uh, trial changed their terms, tons of people just started trickling in, trickling in, trickling in. Um, we get our next uh, patch, five point four. Um, that came to in December fifteenth, twenty twenty. So a nice uh, end of the year. Present to go through there. Um, that you can start up the story beats for our next expansion. Um, and then, uh, and the conclusion to the Eden series. And then April 20th got, um, no, uh, to Eden, yeah. And then April 20th brought us 5.5 Death Until Dawn, which is the end, uh, um, almost ended the, the main story <laughs> quest line that we have. There's still one more patch. <laughs> it's the beginning of the end. Beginning of the end. Uh, but there's a reason why there's a gap in there because in between that, they had their digital fan fest. So for those who are not aware, um, Final Fantasy they do their own uh, their own fan fest, much like a BlizzCon and so forth. Um, but it, in this case, it was an all it was an all digital thing. They still had the building rented out, so instead of doing it in a studio, they decided to do it um, just record everything as if they're doing it for. You know, a, a bazillion screaming fans, and do it um, on the stage and just record it out, and, and instead have like big uh, TV screens that they could look at, so they could see the Twitch chat, the YouTube chat, awesome. and, the, and the Nico Nico chat flying by. Um, now a lot of it was just like because you know yeah. you know how those uh, you know those major chats go, but you know, at least they can. But see. they could see like especially anytime um, anyone said something with with um, T I O N on the end of it. In the, in the in the in the actual uh, show, that the meme came up like you know, the big meme is such devastation. This was not my intention. Right. So whenever whenever they would you know drink a bunch of water, such such hydration. This was not my intention. So, oh, that's and, funny. And they could see it because everyone was memeing that same thing over and over again. So 
even it, chaos, 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 and then the meme. You, you yep. clearly saw the meme come through, and it was always so funny because they would just crack up. So I always found that very amusing. Yeah, it was a good way to get feedback and watch. You know mm-hmm. that know that they were engaged because otherwise, then you're just doing a PowerPoint presentation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right. And there was you know there's a lot of that going on. It was definitely they might have had a rehearsal or two, but it was definitely wasn't a produce segments it was pretty much this is how this is what we're doing and we're going to broadcast it and that's going to be the that's going to be our one shot at it if you make a mistake make the mistake laugh about it and move on exactly uh, which especially with kind of cool yeah especially i'm sure it was you know exceptionally exciting because they've had seen such huge growth during the pandemic so yeah it's a it's a big big thing mm-hmm. oh good I, yeah i knew you had that mew i knew you had yeah. uh something with the uh sorry yeah for, the, for those not watching the chat, um, <laughs> Mew has a apron that actually has the. Have you heard the critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy blah blah blah? Yeah. On an apron, and yeah, mm-hmm. there's barely enough room for all of it on there. Yeah, yeah, I had to get that, and it's not yeah. my cooking apron. <laughs> yeah, so then, um, during that, uh, d- during that fan fest, we did get the full and Walker. Um, announcement and trailers and all that other good stuff. Um, I would say, you know, it's an awesome trailer. It's an beautifully done. It is, you know, get you pumped and everything. If you have not finished the Shadowbringers um, storylines and patches, hold off on it. There may, it. It's not. It's not very spoilery, but there might be something if you want a pure. If you want a pure story progression. Just wait just a little bit. Wait until you finish that, then watch it, and then be blown away by it, because it's so good. Yep. Yeah. All right, but for those who have watched it, well, you know, I think we're all going, ah, thumbs up all around. Yep. Okay. Uh, then after FanFest, we had uh, June 1st, we had our last um, content patch. Um, so, and that's been going on, and, and then we're expected to get um, Ed Walker. Uh, it's been announced that we're going to be getting the early access starting on November 19th and 19, 20, 20, 20, 23rd is the official release, uh, but the head start is on the 19th. So for, the, for people in the U.S., this will make more sense. Um, the Friday before Thanksgiving yep. is going to be Endwalker Week. Yep. yep. And then Endwalker is officially... Oh, yeah. Awesome. I just got to figure out how I get, how I need to put the push the uh, the family aside and say hold, hold on <laughs> turkey nights and all, but I got to play some video games. Yeah, yeah. good luck. Thankfully, I have a gaming laptop and you know uh, at least I have the ability to play. Even if uh, you know, you know it may, might be a great excuse to uh, you know not have um, Thanksgiving conversations. If you know <laughs> yeah, that. totally. Okay. I mean, oh. we've never so, done that. <laughs> So, after that last patch, 5.55, June 1st, then we go into the expansion, the expansion soon to be coming out, doldrums. That's when things, you know, content's light, logins are normally lighter, just, you know, you're at the end, you've finished everything, you're you're just going through the motions until the expansion comes out. And, you know, you mostly just chill and just, you know, do other stuff. You might find, you play some some Hades here and there. Um, you know, my play, um, extreme dodgeball that came out or whatever it's called dodgeball academia. It's guilty pleasure. 
you know, it's a, it's a dodgeball game with a story. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, but um, you might do that. Something weird happened in the Final Fantasy community. Final Fantasy didn't get less logins. It exploded. It got insanely popular. Now, you can say that, you know, maybe part of just, you know, some major streamers started to give that a try. And then turns out, oh, this, uh, you know, this game that I've been calling the weeb game this whole time and everything else. And I've been writing off because it's, you know, it's not the game that I play. But gave this game a try and say, oh, this is actually a good game. There's actually a lot to it. It's not just, you know, you know dr- or dress up and stuff. There's actually, there's great story to the stuff too. You feel heroic. There's in-game rating that is difficult and and challenging, even for the most uh, the most accomplished raiders out there. Um, there's a lot to it. It is a good game. Now you can maybe see the streamers. You there may be some people that jumped when they didn't like certain cultures or, or different progressions in certain in certain other games. Uh, where the, the, the but the reasons may be they're 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 they may be trying this game out and then they're they're doing. What we've been saying all along, even on this very podcast, right? That Final Fantasy fourteen is a good game. Yep. <laughs> it's been a good game all along. Yeah, the the reasons just kept coming in. I, I I hear over and over. Oh, this game respects my time. Oh, the people here aren't toxic. Oh, when you actually report a person, they do something about it. Yeah, <laughs> I think the people the people are nice. They say hello when you run a dungeon. Yeah, yeah. I I think part of it. Um, you know, and we could we could do a whole show on on just this, but I think part of it is f- for me what for whatever reason I don't want to say there was a uh, you know like WoW had a a hold over me, but there was a sense of WoW was your for me like WoW was my normal logged in. This is my root. It was a routine. You know, this this is what I was used to. I've been doing this for years. <clears throat> I should keep doing it. Be, well, know, a, l- a little bit, time. a little bit of that, but a little bit of was you know, it was just it was a routine. It was it was like you get home, you get into comfortable clothes from work. You know, you put on your slippers, you log in, and you're you know you're doing what you're used to because it didn't require a lot of additional thought or investment and so it was just like you could literally log in and you know and do stuff and then finally that magic i don't want to say magic hold or whatever but there was there was a moment where the grip got loosened the grip got loosened and i think everyone just kind of woke up for a little bit and kind of looked around and went oh there are other mmos out there i might be interested in or and, you know, I know for Ben, he said, I've got a whole list of single player games I want to yeah. do. And that's what he's, you know, working through now. So I I think for good or bad, what happened with Blizzard and a couple other companies was the impetus for a lot of people to reassess and say, what what actually am I playing and, and why? And, you know. Enjoying this. Exactly. <laughs> so. Right. And I mean, we, again, we can go on all day you know, and there's, t- and this, you know, and there's many other podcasts that talk about, you know, you know, the, you know, culture and stuff like that, or, or the progression and player. We'll leave that to other podcasts. It's been done um, many times. Uh, you know, that's not, that's not our, that's not our jam. Right. 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 So we'll, we'll leave that to them. Everyone pretty much has their own opinions at this point on that. Yeah. 
But to leave a, a game that you've been playing for a long time to play something else where you have an established character that mm-hmm. you've put in a bazillion hours into. Yep. You know the streets like the back of your hand. You know where the blacksmith is. You go around the corner and you got the cooking guy. You go down there. Oh, there's the there's the um, the auction house. There's the bank. I can navigate this on my bear. You know, without you know, you're without doing this while you're watching, watching TV because yeah. you're, yeah. Right. you're so it's used so to it. Ingrained. Right. Yeah. I mean, I had that when I was playing Dark Age of Camelot. For those people who haven't heard that game, yeah. it's a very old game. Um, I had. Hundreds of hours of going through the PVE stuff in this game. Hundreds of hours doing the PV or the RVR stuff in that game. It's, there's a difference, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of you know developed a lot of um, relationships there. And then you know eventually you know when WoW came around, I was like, it was hard for me to actually justify for me jump there because you give up all that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'll give it. I'm glad I did make that jump. Uh, you know, back in when I had to go out and find a copy of wow and then you know did that for you know years mm-hmm. and then i and then i started playing with other game other games for a while but then when um you know my big change was in with what i was playing wow and then realm reborn came out um i was i would say not enjoying myself during the uh warlords uh yep. what the warlords of drainer is that what it was yep the time the, time the, the, the big content uh, drought and the uh, yeah, we're gonna do an alternate timeline jump. This sucks. Yeah. Let's make the next thing better. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean, that's when I you know just started you know really found myself not like logging in the WoW was a a chore. And right, right. Like, other game was liberating. And you know these are games. Yeah, they're supposed to be fun. <laughs> your, now, yep. The AIE community, regardless of the game that you're playing makes it makes playing that game great now with the advantages of discord and the advantages of having um, a unified chat stream for all of our games and stuff like that and interacting with people that don't actually play your game um you know that, that makes you know the AI community what we're special um so it makes it a little bit easier but still you know j- uh, jump making that jump from one game to another is is hard but for me it was, I found myself playing it and ooh I like this. And it turns out not only am I still playing the playing Final Fantasy, I'm still playing the same character <laughs> that I that I rolled up when this game first launched as evidence. And thank you, Kazrick, for posting this. <laughs> the uh in the Final Fantasy channel on like a few days ago, I think it was like Friday, um you posted the first AIE podcast that Final Fantasy fourteen was featured in. Mm-hmm. And you know, I went, went through and I, you know, I rewatched it. Um, a, um, eight years has taken a toll on my life. <laughs> you've had, you know, you you've gone through some stuff, bud. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, there, there there was there was some stuff that went down. Um, plus that some that good, pie, some bad. Yeah, uh, I got I I was uh like you know fifty pounds lighter, and uh, and uh, was before I even bought a house. So it was, yeah. So like behind you know behind this green screen is a disaster of a house, but it is <laughs> it, it is a house. Adorable Abbo twins, so you know. <laughs> yes, and you know, I'm in a basement that got hit with a uh, a hurricane and has some flooding that I had to rearrange everything here. Right, yeah. right. Um, but yeah, so you know, people did that, and then people eventually they they took you know 
they, they decided to, a lot of people, and we notice this and because we keep track of these numbers, we notice a lot of people just said, hey, I want to give this other game a try. And again, going back to the uh, the, the, the Mimi style free trial, oh my, with this, they said they give it a try, and I'll, I will say a good number of people that, oh, this game is pretty good. It's more fun with AIE folk, but it's good. And then they end up, you know, spending the, you know, yeah, you know, the game for the for the base edition or complete, whatever they decide to go with, and then poof, here they are in the free company helping out, joining us and seeing our events in here. You know, when we did Remembrance Day, that has been the largest Final Fantasy fourteen Remembrance Day that we have ever had. Amazing, that's great. So you know, we had you know, it was you know, it was, it was like you know, pretty good. You know, we, we didn't make the the, the, um, the zones crash or anything like that, but it was a, <laughs> next, a pretty, next year, next year, it's fine. And we. Oh, we, you know, we had some uh, some stragglers see what we we're doing, and you know, we had some conversations with other randos that, that saw what we did with our procession. So that was very cool. So kind of the same experience, a very similar experience that um, is in WoW, um, where you had the you, you the huge outpouring, and then also people saw what you were doing and they're interested. So that's awesome. Yep. yep. So you know, it's a it's a good time. So and now we have, um, in a couple of months. We have a, we have Endwalker coming out, right? Yep. Endwalkers are a new expansion. It's going um, instead of having a bunch of people who've played everything in the game and you know offering up their services and stuff like that to help all the new people out. Uh, a lot of people have caught up. Some people will still be working on that, and that's fine. But we're all going to be working on the Endwalker content together. It's going to be new to all of us, and a lot of us will be in voice. A lot of people will be doing you know stuff as a personal experience, and that's per- perfectly fine. But we're all going to have that shared experience when we go through Endwalker mm-hmm. for the first time. And when we did that through Shadowbringers, that was a special experience. We did the same thing with Stormblood. We did the same thing with Heaven's Work. <laughs> when it all came out, we, you know, a lot of us do try to get together on each expansion and, and you know, like share our thoughts and you know where we're at. And when we get to dungeons, we help each other out and say, or you know, have like little discussions here because you know it's not like it's we're spoiling each other because we all got to the same point and then we all help. We have our discussions. It's really, really cool to have that. Really? So we can't wait for um, for people to experience that with us. Um, you know, for those who, uh, and really for those who are giving Final Fantasy a uh, a look, who gave it a look, you know, or it, it was your butt, your cup of tea or not, uh, and you want to hang out with the Final Fantasy folks. Thank you. I mean, it's you know, I really, you know, I really appreciate you guys giving us a uh, give us a buzz. Um, for those who are continuing your adventures and uh, your virtual adventures in Eorzea with AIE, awesome. Can't wait to have you adventure with us for the first time in Endwalker. Yep, and that's going to be the, the end of the first story, which is a lot to think about. Wow. Right, which, yeah, yeah so there's, this is going to be our um, Avengers Endgame. Yep. Nice. This, is, this is the end of the the first major phase that we're going to have right so and it will be it, it will have its conclusion on 6.0 which is with no patches you know you once we get once we get endwalker and we uh plug in our cd keys or whatever we do and we log in on the 19th and start playing we have all the end the end the conclusion of the story on our computers or playstations at that time yeah. don't expect us um, to come up for air because Everyone wants to see what this is going to be. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, characters that we've been 
playing this game with for eight years or longer if you played AR if you played um 1.0. So you for those people over a decade, you have these characters you've been you've been you know yeah. coming in you know every few days or every day or whatever what frequency you played. Yeah, you know, adventure and play with these with these characters and so forth. You know, it's uh, almost like you know people who played uh, Mass Effect, and you know when when Mass Effect Three mm-hmm. came down, and they had to say goodbye to the characters. You know, for some people that was a emotional experience, and for a lot, I I suspect a lot of people here, um, you know, for me, you know, because it's a, you know, just like um, when we all were going down to sit and watch uh, uh, Endgame, mm-hmm. you know, in the theater or for me the drive-in, yeah, um, we uh, went and we and we saw that. You didn't know even main characters if they were going to make it out, and I have make it out alive. Right. Everyone is on death watch, in my opinion. <laughs> yep. Um, which some people are saying, "Oh, oh no, this is my favorite character in gaming. How can you do that to me?" Well, okay. welcome to the That's, game. <laughs> yeah, welcome to the game. I mean, you know, it's. Oh, I really like this character. Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it, you know, without. Spoiling Endwalker, or um, well, you can't really spoil Endwalker. We don't know what happened yet. But without spoiling anything there, or spoiling anything in uh, in uh, Avengers Endgame. First off, shame on you for not watching it yet. <laughs> so, right? Yeah. You know, uh, but yeah, you know, I will respect the fact that you ha- you have not seen it because you're still work. You still haven't gotten through Thor: Lost World yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what but was the? Thank you for everyone who um, who did join up in Final Fantasy 14. Gave it a try. Uh, you know. You know, you you've been around for a while. Uh, Ted, you gave it a try. Thank you very much. Yep. Kala, I've you... I've started. I just I have a hard time concentrating you, on video you... games anymore. She yeah. does. Kala, Kala, it, yes. it does require your full attention. It does. Have you heard and... of the Crimley Came MMORPG? <laughs> <laughs> free trial. Yeah, I think she's still level six in not Gridania, but in um. Not Gridania, not Limsa Lamenta. The, the oh, other one. Olda. Olda. Olda, yeah. I'm so bad at video game controls. It's actually pitiful. <laughs> Get a controller. Yeah. <laughs> to show you how long I've been playing, I was working for Square Enix at the time. Wow. And they were reimbursing me for my time in the game. <laughs> because they didn't have it set up like, wow, where you put in a card and it just gave you time. Right. Like, no, it's like, no, you, you, you pay for it and then... Put in, put in re- reimbursement. Put in your expense report. And, yes. Yeah. 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 Your expense yeah. That's yeah. adorable. Yeah. I mean, so, they, yeah. They, 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 they just hand you Amazon, uh, Amazon, a uh, digital gift card or uh, I, I, no, I guess it didn't, or, or what's the other one? Krista. They couldn't give you Krista. It was, it was it, we, we, we paid in Krista. Yeah. So yeah, I, I do remember I, I did have to deal with Krista back then and it was always a weird experience. Like, uh, and, yeah. and Krista is the old in-game currency, oh, not in-game, but, um, account management currency that you could use to pay for the game. Yeah. I don't think I don't think you can buy them anymore, but they'll still accept it if you have some. Yeah. It and the, the funny thing is is the whole reason why is is I was there for Square Enix is we were trying to build the replacement for that system. So yeah. <laughs> but ironically 1.0 failing caused them to have to let go of the entire division I was in that was going to fix that. Mm. So it was just one of those annoying catch 22s and you know but at the same time, because they made the sacrifice they did of us having to leave, the, the company stayed around. They were able right. to make 2.0. We have what we have now. So it's like, I can't even be mad about it. It's right, like, right, right, right. <laughs> you know, it's just something it, you love because of it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's a, such the better game. I mean, yeah, I, you know, I enjoyed it for what it was back then, but like what it is now is just so much better. 
You know, uh, 1.0 is just Final Fantasy 11 again. <laughs> but, but, uh, which is uh, a totally different experience, but still a good game. Yes. It's a different experience. Do Completely not expect, <laughs> do not expect a modern MMO experience for doing that. It just happens to be. Oh, when did that come out? 99? No, it's 2001. It was 2001, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I was still in. I was still in San Diego working for a dot com when that came out. Interesting enough, me and Mrs. Mew were playing that game together. Mm. Did you uh, sit around and uh, just do skill chains all day in the in the dunes? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, okay. that's, that's how it was, and, and you were killing some color of crab. That's yes. just how the game was. You you grinded on some color of a crab. It was blue or red or gold. <laughs> That's just how it was, and if you saw a goblin, you ran. <laughs> yep. yep. He has a mask on. Run. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was different times, but yeah, it's it's just yeah. The two of us would I would play on my PS2. I think it was at the time. Mm-hmm. At the yeah, uh, play PS2, and I think we got a, a PS2 for her as well. And yeah, we, we uh, eventually moved over to the, mm-hmm. to the PCs, and we just you know played alongside each other for a while. I probably really, yeah, pretty much. I mean, there, w- there was a magical point in time, though, that there was a PlayStation 2 edition, the PC edition, and an Xbox 360 edition all playing nicely together. Yep. There was this magical, beautiful point in time which everyone got along. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but here, uh, you know, standard things I've said on everyone if you got a PlayStation 4 or 5, you got a PC or a Mac. We could all play together and ni- all play together nicely. Yep. Come on in. The water's nice. And even if you want to use a controller on the PC, it works. It works really We're well. We're doing that. It's. Yes. I know and, many end game players who do it. End game level. writers. Yep. Yep. Uh, one of the professional scholars that I that I play with. Controller exclusively for everything. As since as since two came out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. All right. But yeah, that's. Come on down. Love awesome. to have you. It sounds like we're done. All righty. Well, so, time says we're done. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> so that's going to be our show for tonight. Uh, while the chat room begins or continues suggesting show titles, we want to thank Abovan and Abovan for joining us. Yeah, Abovan. Abovan. Yeah, we miss you, Duras. So we will have you on next time. Hopefully after Endwalker has launched. And Those cues are horrible. I know. <laughs> right? oh, oh, my goodness. I just remembered one Uh-oh. important thing I need to tell Go you ahead. about. Uh-oh. Okay, Friday. This upcoming Friday at, uh, what time is it? It's on my, I put it on my calendar so I wouldn't forget. But I forgot to put it in the show notes. I'll do that um, afterwards. And I, I guess I didn't put it on the damn calendar. Uh. I think it's uh, ten o'clock. Um, you help me out here. It's the, uh, the the clash reveal. The clash changes reveal. It's it's this it's this Friday. I, I believe it's. I the, think it's the live letter. Or are you talking about the media tour? Uh, no, the live uh, the live letter. Uh, I believe it's uh, I go uh, go to the Final Fantasy Lodestone. You're going to find something with the, the recent the clash reveal um, live letter. September seventeenth at seven p.m. PDT. Seven, okay, seven p.m. Uh, Pacific time. So if you're ten o'clock your time, Coast, yeah, ten o'clock over here on the East Coast, 
If you live on another another east uh, time zone, uh, do your own math. Do your own math. Um, but you know, ten o'clock Eastern, seven o'clock Pacific. Um, it, there will be English trans- translations on there. So if you do not yep. speak Japanese, um, uh, you are good to go. You'll have this uh, one's important good... enough that they're going to do it live. Yes, this will tell us everything that's changing within our classes. Uh, come Endwalker. So even if you're not at Endwalker yet, this will still impact you. Yep. Yep. So, you know, please look forward to it. Yep. That's it. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Great. Cool. And if you have a question or comment about our show, you can email us at podcast at AIE-guild.org. Follow us on Twitter. The show is at AIE Podcast. Mew is at The Mew Cow. McCullough is at Cyberwave. And I am at Ivory Tiger. We record live with video every other Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us on our website, aie-guild.org. Our Discord server is aie-guild.info slash Discord. And for past episodes, you can see them on our YouTube channel. Look for The AIE Podcast. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul or visit his website, andrewallenmusic.com. And by the way, just a note on the uh, Discord server, if you want to kind of watch watch the live letter along with friends and comment, that is the perfect place to do that. Yep. We love right. Discord. Yes. <laughs> all right. It is time to play all the great AIE segment member, member segments we received this week. Well, we didn't. Uh, but if you want to try your hand at making a short segment, we'd love to We'd love to have it. Um, we usually we ask around 90 seconds mm-hmm. um, max because, you know, it would be too long. And you can anything, you know, gaming-wise. It can be about what you're, you know, what game you're playing, what's going on. It can even be a 90-second rant about the um, alignment systems in D&D, which I know Abba wants to do per our uh, pregame show. Yep. <laughs> should be a 4D grid. 4D grid. <laughs> Yes. Grid. But no, if anyone wants to do a, a podcast segment for the Final Fantasy thing, I can help you out with that. I can even help you with content if you need if you need some um, ideas going through there. I'm Ever more likes, than Ever likes to talk about I will, I will help you. I will help you. Just let me know. <laughs> yep. He doesn't have the time to do it himself or he would have by now. Yep. Yes. All right. So next time we're going to talk to someone about something, I'm sure. Hopefully Yep, hopefully yeah. Lotro. That'll be nice. So until then, AIE, uh, this is Mucow. This is Tetsemi. This is Makala. And this has been the A. Part of the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. <laughs>